Welcome to a King Size Life podcast with Shannon King. Our goal is to encourage and inspire you to get off the sidelines and live this one life He has given us in the biggest way possible. Life is guaranteed to throw us all obstacles and opportunities. Do you choose to be a spectator of life or seize the opportunities given, create your own path, and become everything you're designed to be? Your road to discovery starts now. Here's your host, Shannon King. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A King Size Life. I'm Shannon King, as you know by now, I'm sure. Maybe this is your first episode, but I'm just coming today uh, filled with a lot of inspiration, I guess. I like to actually record these whenever I'm feeling inspired. And honestly, my cup has been a little empty lately, and it's hard to pour from an empty cup. And so I just wanted to share with you what I've been going through and things that have been going through my mind and my heart. You know, I, I spend a lot of time on here talking about living a king size life and, and breaking through fear. And, you know, a lot of times it's easier said than done. I have shared that whenever I'm recording these, a lot of times I'm, I'm sharing what I need to say to myself. So I'm never getting on here saying that I'm perfect, or I'm always taking my own advice, or I'm doing everything in here I share. You know, I, I have to inspire and motivate myself sometimes to do those things. But I also look to others to be able to share their stories. And that's why I like to interview them because you're not always going to relate to me. And you're not always going to be inspired by my story. My hope is that you'll connect with somebody's story and that's going to help you in some way. What I've been going through recently is, well, I'll just share with you. Uh, A couple nights ago, I I started, well, let's back up a couple of days. I started a juice cleanse and had just a crazy amount of energy, which I wasn't expecting not eating food at all. I'm on my third day of no food and just organic cold pressed juices, which I love them. And um, it's just been more of an experience than I expected. I thought it was going to be just about detoxing my body, but the detoxing of my mind has been a journey over the last almost 72 hours. So the first day of my cleanse, I that evening, I was very restless, I had a hard time going to sleep and went to sleep very late, maybe slept for an hour and I woke up and could not go back to sleep for about four hours. And I cried for about three of those hours, really hard crying. I don't know how I didn't wake up my husband. Um, He was snoring. (laughs) Maybe he was snoring over my crying. But it was, it was a really sad time. I, I realized I was laying there and just my mind was very clear. And I was just staring into the darkness and realized that I, I'm alone. It was such a lonely, lonely feeling. Lonely. And my husband's right next to me, but I felt so alone. I felt like I I was thinking how I don't have my mom to talk to. I don't have a dad to talk to. I don't have my grandparents. I don't have, I don't have anybody. I don't have anybody. (laughs) 
that's just really how I felt. I just felt so alone. And I mean, I feel it right now thinking about it. I'm just so alone. And I have a really hard time letting people in and making real friends. And I feel like when I do, I get my heart broken. And I don't know, I've just felt really alone. And I feel like a, a bad mom. Okay, get it together, Shannon. Oh, I was just feeling like a bad mom. Like I've let my kids down and let my husband down and let so many people down just because I am constantly searching for what my purpose is supposed to be and and just feeling so just like a failure and alone. This is the only way I can describe it. And so, holy crap, I got to get myself together. I mean, I couldn't stop bawling for three hours. It was ridiculous. So I started to pray. I was praying really hard and very specifically, not what is it that you want me to do, God, but what do you want me to be? What I'm tired of doing. I'm tired of all the doing and I'm, I'm going to do big things. I'm going to do hard things. I'm going to do seemingly scary things. That's just who I am. But I'm tired of not feeling peace. I'm tired of every time that I accomplish something new that there's no peace or real joy in that. It's a, it's a check mark. It's because, and I posted about this, but it's because it my my soul was like screaming saying, you know, you're feeding fear and you're feeding like this constant need to prove yourself instead of like really feeding your soul's purpose. So what is that? I was praying very specifically, what do you want me to be? What am I supposed to be? Um, I listened to a podcast, Craig Rochelle recently, and I, I share here a lot that I, li- I listened to him and I, I feel terrible. I can't remember who he was interviewing. I should remember, but it's just more her words that really stood out to me. But she was talking about purpose and how, I mean, she could have just spoken my life, but how she became addicted to her work because since we're a small child, all we hear is, what do you want to be whenever you grow up? And that's tied to a vocation that's tied to a career. You know, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be, you know, whatever it is, a professional athlete, whatever we say as a child, we always tie that to vocation. And what she was saying is that it's really important to understand that they're not one in the same she thought that they were and she got addicted to her job and thought that her entire purpose was in who she became within her career and she achieved the top of her game and then was empty and realized that the tugging in her heart was her soul's purpose you know what is our god-given purpose here our vocational purpose will change you know you you may even have the same career in itself, you know, if you are a doctor, but your environment will change. Our soul's purpose never does. And until we identify what it is and live our soul's purpose, we're going to constantly be feeling that yearning and the just not being settled within our soul. And it was just such a, I I don't know if you want to call it an aha moment, but it was an epiphany and awakening listening to her talk because I have tied up my entire life and identity into my job. And whenever I left the wireless industry that I spent so many years in and having a title and having a team and 
people coming to me because I'd been in the business for so long that I knew, I knew a lot. (laughs) And to start over in a in a new career, and to leave that career that I knew so well, I realized that, you know, my entire identity was tied up in that. And I have forgotten who I am. It's not my job. I keep looking for it in in my job. And that's not where I'm going to find my purpose. I can love what I'm doing. There's nothing wrong with loving what we're doing and enjoying that. But I'm really searching for my soul's purpose. And so while I'm laying there, you know, I I was praying specifically, what is it that I'm supposed to be? What is my purpose here on earth? It's a question that I really struggle with. I, I didn't get the answer the other night, but I was thinking about what do I love to do? When does my soul feel so full? And it's when I'm with other people. It's when I'm with like-minded people. It's when I'm being creative. It's when I see other people's faces light up and my soul just yearns for that. And I don't know how that is going to materialize. You know, I have a very successful dot-com business. I have a, a team all over the nation that I help with that. And I get a lot of joy out of that. But I also get a lot of frustration because there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And I feel like I'm falling short for people all the time. And that's still, you know, that's also work is involved in that and a paycheck is tied to that. And so you eliminate all those things. And what do I really love to do? And that's connecting people and connecting with people. God, I mean, I can I can just have a coffee appointment or meeting with somebody and just talk about nothing but life and just feel so good when I walk away from that. And so how can I do that but be pur- purpose driven? And how can I do that and and maybe help other people's souls out there that are feeling disconnected and, you know, all this COVID crap and fear mongering that the media is doing and the world is doing has has so many people just feeling so incredibly disconnected and lonely, lonely, and even more so than ever, it's hard enough as a human to stay connected, especially in today's world where everything is so technology driven, and we can get very comfortable behind a keyboard and forget how to actually truly engage and build those, those meaningful relationships. Anyway, so I was thinking about the things that I love. And that that's one of them is connecting with people. I love coffee. I love the Lord and want to be I want to grow in my faith. I am a very flawed Christian. (laughs) Uh, Meaning, um, I'm just a broken soul. I mean, I just am. And so I don't ever claim I'm gonna I will butcher scripture. I I love when I read it, but I don't have it memorized. I'm not that girl, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to read the Bible more, I'm trying to do more devotional, I'm trying to educate myself and, and interpret God's word for myself instead of letting everybody interpret it for me. But so anyway, I'm not I'm not the girl that would generally lead a Bible study or that somebody looks to for hey, pray over me, even though I I pray I'm I'm a pretty dang good prayer warrior honestly I pray all the time but I I want it to be about God like I want to I want to show his love somehow and I want whatever it is that I'm doing and connecting people to be faith based and so it I was just like okay she brews because I I mean I do want to empower women and I do want to bring women together 
And not that I don't love men, I've said that before, but as a woman, I want to, I want to bring women together. And anyway, so by faith, I was thinking about Hebrews and the different scripture from there. And just, you know, obviously, I like to do play on words being the creative marketing kind of person that I am. Uh, But she brews and I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I'm just and and I reached out to some friends and invited them to meet me. We're just going to meet for coffee and maybe pray a little bit and brainstorm about where this can go. And my hope is that it will be filled with prayer and service based, you know, we will do some acts of service and um, Bible study, I don't know, and coffee, (laughs) and just connecting and, and lead to hopefully some deep connections with people deep, meaningful connections, I, I feel like people have an impression of me and start out respecting me. And then whenever I let down my guard and show them all of my flaws, then I feel like they fade away. And I just don't want that to harden my heart where I stop letting people in. And so what better way to start relationships or to build relationships and on things that I truly love doing and with people that their souls are in the same place. But I reached out to people that I I want to connect with more. And I have so many more. I mean, I would love for everybody to be in that room, but just reaching out to a few to start and and just sharing with them how my soul feels and that I want something, I want something more and I want real meaningful connection. And I want people that want to pray with me and drink coffee with me and sit there in silence and be okay with, you know, just laid back and it doesn't have to have an agenda and just enjoy being. (laughs) So that's what's coming from that. And I, that's just, that's also who I am. I, if I can't, identify immediately the environment or network that I want to go and join and be a part of. There are some amazing ones out there. But why not just create the space that you want? Whatever what whatever it is that you're longing for. Think about the things that you love and the pieces of you that feel unfulfilled. And stop waiting on somebody else to create that environment for you and you create it. You do it. It may just be you and one other person to start. But even you other you and one other person that is needing whatever it is that you're needing is something beautiful that you can create together. And I'm hopeful. I after that, you know, I was able to go back to sleep at 4 a.m. And I woke up still, you know, feeling pretty heavy, but very, I don't know, just optimistic. And I immediately was obedient in what he I feel like God put on my heart. I didn't wait. I didn't go and consult with anybody what they thought and should I do it. I just did it. I'm looking forward to it. So I don't know, God works in just incredible ways. And just since being obedient with that, and inviting the first few people and getting it on the calendar for in two days will be our our first gathering. Other amazing things have occurred. And I don't they were probably just sitting there and, and I couldn't see them. I couldn't see them past my own sadness. I I hate to say that I'm sad with all the beautiful things that I have in my world, but I'm very human and it's okay to admit and be vulnerable that even with seeming success around me and, and things that we can be grateful for, I mean, life is just freaking hard. Life can be freaking hard and it's okay to have to deal with that and acknowledge it and 
I don't know. I'm just grateful that whatever it is, the fortitude, tenacity, whatever it is that God has also instilled in me doesn't allow me to sit there long. I just wanted to share that with you, that if you are, if you're feeling that longing and that pulling and that angst and that all of the things that I'm talking about, if you're feeling lonely, if your soul is lonely, stop and think about, are you really living your life on purpose for your purpose? And it's okay if you don't know what that is, but start really trying to figure out what it is because your soul is screaming at you that that's what you need. You're not going to find it in an award or a trophy or another zero on your paycheck or likes or comments or followers. You're not going to. It's not where it's going to come from. And it's going to eventually lead you to whatever you're Whatever it is that we're meant to be and what we're supposed to do here. And I just pat you on the back for even stopping and and thinking about it and being willing to take action. Because sadly, so many people will never take the time to really listen to what he's trying to do in your life. And they will live a very unfulfilled life. And I don't want that for you. So as always, my prayer for you today and me, and everyone, is that we get off of the sidelines of life, and we live a king-size life, because we only get one. You've been listening to a King-Size Life podcast with Shannon King. You can follow Shannon on Facebook and Instagram. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. We really appreciate that effort. Be sure to join us next time for another encouraging podcast with Shannon King. Thanks so much for listening.